greatest now. Looking like somebody made it now. I know they hate it now. And I'm on a natural What is going like on, now. ladies and gentlemen of the third degree community? Today is a very special day. I am joined by two familiar faces and voices that you probably have heard and seen. Mr. Rob Graham, Mr. Justin Stanley. We are back. We are live. We are amped up about these playoffs we saw some wildly entertaining games simply all the way from saturday even up to monday night rob is wearing his beautiful tom brady super bowl winning jersey Uh, he told me that he has a lot to say so i really can't wait to get into that but i'll just start off with the the father of the group knowing that he always has some wild stories justin how was your weekend my man dylan one, I don't know why you assume I got wild stories because I'm a father, um, but I appreciate that. I think I think that's a good thing. Uh, but man, weekend was good. Doing the same old, same old shit as a uh, as a resident father of the friend group of resident father of my home as well. But man, I'm I'm happy to be on. Happy to be accompanied by the original three three amigos, the one, two, and three degree of third degree, all back together to record this special divisional round preview so man i'm hyped to get into it rob uh you're already dressed for the occasion uh looking much better than justin and i it seems though you have the higher ground so please sir uh look down upon us uh peons and let us know what it's like to live up in the clouds well uh since i do live in the clouds i live in fantasy land actually dylan that's where my takes come from (laughs) Uh, yeah, I am looking down on you peasants. It's, it's uh, exciting to be here. I'm glad to shoot the crap with you guys, and I want to get into it, man. I got a lot to say. I, I know you do. So, gentlemen, uh, we already had the wildly entertaining games on Saturday. Seahawks, Pete Carroll, no one thought they'd be here. Geno Smith, career resurgence and what is this, year seven or year eight, which is odd. <laughs> but, hey, I mean – doing the best they can, but they eventually ran into a buzzsaw. You know, Rob, we, Rob showed us the group text messages between him and our uh, uh, residual uh, <laughs> minor 49er fan of just how much uh, apparently the NFL is out to get the Niners. But in a way, they ended up pulling away. Brock Purdy looked pretty good in the second half, got those nerves, uh, you know, rattled off. But, hey, it's – Gentlemen, apparently, if you just throw and give the ball to Pro Bowl level players, just you're just going to score a lot of points. But um, you know, then obviously we had the Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert show. Um, Justin, I just got to ask, what did you think of the Seattle Niner game? Not really a whole lot to take away there, but just because of how much, uh, let's just say, history we have on this podcast with Seattle and uh, with Pete Carroll specifically, uh, not to n- mention any names. But what did you take away from that game? Man, my, my biggest takeaway, I had two things. The first takeaway is the scheme ability. I don't know if scheme ability is a word. It's a word now that it is. Shanahan <laughs> just, dude, it's incredible. Like this man, and it's no shot at Brock Purdy, but a lot like the Debo touchdown, dude. That's all scheme. That's all drawing that up. It's beautiful. And Shanahan is going to be a tough, tough and out in this playoffs for anybody, man. The 49ers are just a buzzsaw. They've done it with three quarterbacks this season, and they just haven't skipped a beat. It's incredible. Um, even earlier in the year on this show, I think we talked about, oh, the Niners experienced this injury. They're done. They experienced this injury. They're done. They started off very slow, won 10 straight, now 11 straight, I believe, with the playoff win. So shout out to the Niners, man. Um, the other big takeaway is it should have been Detroit. 
Should have been Detroit. Right. If I wanted to watch a team right. get their ass beat, I wanted to see Detroit get their ass beat, man. We... I wanted to see Jamal Williams. You know, I think you guys mentioned it. Rob mentioned it last week when you guys when Rob was on the show, man. Jamal Williams is my favorite player in the league. I they forgot that he wore the, uh, the Gengar hat. That was oh, that was pretty fly dude, as well. He, the dude is incredible. I mean, he is such a nerd. Uh, Jenna's cousin actually went to a Packers game when Jamal played for the Packers and met him. And this dude is cool enough that he just like shot the shit with her cousin, who at the time was like 13 years old, just signed his jersey, like all this stuff. The dude is super cool. I love Jamal Williams, man. But that's the biggest takeaway. It should have been Detroit. Detroit deserved to be there. Seattle. <laughs> shout out Gino, though. Big shout out Gino, man. He The big career resurgence. He's back. Um, they committed to him for next year, it seems. So shout out Gino, man. Well, speaking of uh, committing, uh, it seems as though the Chargers are committing to moving forward as they have now, as of reported today, fired their offensive coordinator and Joe Lombardi. That stings for a Saints fan because uh, he was the quarterback coach for a long time. But Rob, twenty-seven to nothing, Chargers feeling good, looking as though they're looking ahead. Like, all right, Herbert, Mahomes, possibly Josh Allen, and then here comes sunshine, sunshine. Dougie P earning his ice cream. You said it. You kept saying it, Dougie P. Is it? Is this a fit? Is Urban Meyer officially the worst NFL coach ever now? Like. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Outside of that, and besides the Chargers debacle, Saturday, take me to your mind. Man, Dylan, you know where my mind is, conspiratorial realms, man. it's The game was interesting. It, it wasn't interesting, and then it was interesting. You know, my uncle had – he may have had some, some action on the game. He leaves at halftime, leaves my dad's house. They're texting me. He's like – Game's over. I'm going to bed. Chargers got it in the bag. All of a sudden, I'm in the group chat. I'm not even watching at this point, but I get the updates. My man Stanley, he's like, uh-oh, Jags. I'm like, what is this guy talking about? Do the quick Google. They scored a touchdown. I hear, uh-oh, Jags coming. I'm like, let me check the score now. They score again. Dylan, a tale of two halves. I hate that his nickname is Sunshine, but they are in the Sunshine State. It's kind of applicable. I mean, the dude was balling. First half was something to forget about, but I picked the Jags to win this game, figuring it was going to be a toss-up because Doug Peterson is a heck of a coach. That play that he schemed up on fourth down, I didn't like the third down play. Redeemed themselves on the fourth down. They have three guys in the backfield, three running backs. They hand it off to ETN. Love it. We are. They let ETN get the ball, and they say, one-on-one, you against Asante Samuel Jr., let's see what happens. And we saw what happened. They got the first down. The rest is history. What a comeback, Dylan. Some would say it's scripted. Some would say it's rigged. <laughs> I just say it's entertaining. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's uh, you're quoting uh, Trevor Lawrence, actually, and uh, he's a man of the people. We all saw what he did after the comeback. He goes to the local Waffle House, prevents getting into a fight, ladies and gentlemen. There was no, To my knowledge, he didn't get into a fight. It's but, hard to do. You know, I hope not. It, it, well, I mean, yeah, like Rob, it's really hard to you know not get into fight. He's a Christian files. man, though. He doesn't believe in fighting. That's good, absolutely, and, and as you should not. But uh, it's 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 incredible because and fellas, I'll go ahead and ask both of you this. So, and I I think he kind of is. So, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Herbert, Burrow, is Sunshine kind of. He kind of nipping at those heels and kind of ascending, making this AFC even more hard and even a little bit more entertaining. What will you, will you think? I mean, 
Come on now. This is the playoffs. This is big boy time. I mean, he's got more playoff wins than Herbert, right? Yes. Big, big growth, big growth in year two. I mean, I'm not here to say Trevi is there, but Trevor Lawrence was deemed the golden boy in college. The dude didn't lose a game of football. Fun fact, Trevor Lawrence has never lost a game of football on Saturday. That's a real Still undefeated. Yes, still um, undefeated. But he was the golden boy. He was crowned that, what, his freshman year at Clemson. Um, I mean, he very well has a chance to be there. He's still not there. But I think next year is only more room for growth. I mean, they're getting Calvin Ridley into the fold, too. Year two in the Doug P system. I mean, only one way, and that's up. Yeah, big Rob, shout out to them. Say, I, what I just, were you smirking at? Well, I just I just gotta add. I'm, well, I'm smirking at the takes, but you know I love hot takes, Dylan. That's where I'm from. But I gotta say that You're you know I was the Memphis. first one. <laughs> hot take making Georgia. I was the first one to laugh at you know. Ooh, they signed Christian Kirk, and I was like, that's cute. You got a small guy. Good luck. And then it was like, oh, they got Evan Ingram, and oh, they got Zay Jones. Listen. All these castaways that we thought couldn't play, that were busts, they've gone down to Jacksonville, and what they have is just a dynamic offense. They're fun to watch. I'm excited to see them get blown out in their next game. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a little bit of breaking news here on the Third Degree <laughs> Podcast. So uh, we always love this good little time. It seems as though the Titans are finalizing uh, their GM hire, and it's going to be 49, 49ers executive Rand Carthen. I do not know much about this, but never heard of him. Uh, he <laughs> is their he is he is their new GM. He was in the building today for his second interview, and as uh, everyone knows, the second interview is pretty much how they're telling you how things going. All right, so it looks as though the Titans have got their uh, their new GM. Tighten but, up, uh, baby. Here's a fun fact. Up. Here's a fun fact. Since the Titans were seven and five and the Jags were four and eight, the Jags won five in a row and made the playoffs, and the mm. Titans didn't. So <laughs> some the Titans. Titans. <laughs> the Titans did it. Well, <laughs> I guess we should be. T- <laughs> We talk. We sh- we need to talk about a team that did make the playoffs on the possible coach of the year, Mister Brian DeBall or Dayball, as he it's, is. It's Dayballs. <laughs> Dayballs. Yes. Okay. So, all right, Rob, I'm gonna eat a little crow on this. I said, all right, everyone's picking. Too many people are picking this Giants upset. Too many people. I don't like it. So. I'm going to pick Minnesota. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt of how many games they won, the weapons they have, and Kirk Cousins looking more than mid at times, especially at home. Well, I don't really have to talk much about this game. Justin, you had Danny Dimes in our fantasy playoff little bracket. Why don't you just take us through the how Danny Dimes is looking like Eli Manning 2.0 with, I guess, now a good, relevant coach. And let, All right, ladies and gentlemen, let me just tell you how great of a turnaround this was. Last year, the Giants were 4-13. and 13. They had two free agent signings, one of which was a backup quarterback. Their highest offensive player had less than 10 catches, all year. They just won a playoff road or a playoff game on the road against a division winning opponent. I rest my case. Brian Dayball's the coach of the year. 
Yeah, I mean, Dylan, Dylan said Brian Dayball was coach of the year weeks ago. I scoffed at the idea, um, but I'm fully on board with that at this point. I think I don't. I think I can make a case for other people to win as well, but I think the media is going to give it to Dayball. It's just how the voting goes. But man, the Giants. Nobody wants to see a wild card Giants team. It just <laughs> history is not on the opponent's side. As an Eagles fan, I'm terrified to be slightly honest. But man, the Giants have looked good. Y'all could blow them out. It could be fifty-three to nothing, and guess what? Every Giants fan is just going to go out with a smile on their face. Like, well, I mean, as they should, man. I mean, they have year, nothing to lose. No, no one thought they were going to be there. This is way ahead of schedule. I mean, you got. Bro, you got is Isaiah Hodgins out there? Dude is balling. <laughs> he was picked off waivers in in November, and he's absolutely killing it. He's got more touchdowns for them than Kenny Galladay has in two years. Kenny Galladay sucks, by the way. Um, <laughs> they're they're getting healthy. Xavier McKinney, you know, Adoree Jackson's back. He played Justin Jefferson extremely well in this game. Saquon's got the little wiggle. His little uh. Uh-uh. As Jalen Hurts once said, he's getting freaky Rob out there, man. Rob kept saying, if no one is going to block Dexter Lawrence, then this isn't even going to be a game. So, like yeah, Rob kept so, repeatedly just hammering that to us, just block. Oh, How absolutely. is no one blocking Derek Law- or Dexter Lawrence? One hundred percent, man. And I'll say this about the Giants. Well, good game to them. I want to say this about the Vikings, man. I've called the Vikings fraudulent all year. Their yes, winning formula was not a recipe for success. All these one-win games only meant one thing. Your offense was slightly better than your opponent, and your defense was just ass, in my opinion. And their defense <laughs> looked like ass. The Giants punted one time, I believe, on um, Sunday because of a very wide-open drop at the end of that game. I think... The Giants drew exactly who they wanted in the playoffs. That was perfect for them because they played the Vikings tight just a few weeks prior. But to be honest, man, the Giants, people, the media is blowing the Giants up like they've been hot for a while, dude. They have not been playing great football. Danny Dimes has been playing good, good football, but as a team, they've been middle of the road since the, the really, really hot start. Um, I think they're going to come off this really, you know, high from beating the number three seed and all that jazz. But I think maybe we got to slow our roll a little bit with the Giants. Um, like I said, they're ahead of schedule, man. It's just, I don't know. The media is going to gas them up to the moon, but I don't know. Brian Dayball has squeezed every inch of talent out of Daniel Jones, just like any child would at a lemonade stand. Like you have gotten the last drop of talent to full display and you'll notice that especially even leading up to the playoff fellas that okay beginning of year play or play Collins a little conservative let's you know let's ride Saquon let Danny kind of develop a little bit towards the end of the year it's like all right let's let him throw over 30 times multiple games you know kind of look a little bit in control and get a little bit of a better feel and then as Justin just pointed out just the playoff game where it's yeah, I mean, we all just saw it, and you know, Rob. All cards uh, on the table. Yeah, exactly. Why not? And Rob, especially with all cards on the table, um, with Joe Burrow being down three offensive linemen, the cards are always on the table for Joey B because he's got the shades, he's got the cigar, poker face, stone cold, throwing to J- Jamar Chase and T Higgins. 
It's even funny today because I got a report sent to me saying that the Browns are willing to make Joe Burrow a Bengal his whole career as, as if that was a question in doubt. But I also said to myself, well, if they're going to really give into this, they're going to have to change their philosophy all around because Joe Burrow, T Higgins and Jamar Chase what, or what run that team. And they were, and the fact that it literally came down to the last play where Rob, it seemed as though the Ravens player was almost within fingertips of tying the game. What do you think of the Ravens and Bengals game? Even uh, um, from what I took away was that the Ravens culture is they're never going to quit. We talked about the weirdness in Baltimore, but I mean, that's what, what did you take away from this? Yeah, it's what you just said, Dylan. It's the culture there. John Harbaugh's built a culture. There was actually a clip of, I think it was him in like the first half sideline interview with Susie Colbert maybe, and people are giving him grief on the internet because he was you know, too gruff and too rude to her. But look, man, the guy's in a dogfight. He knows it. He's not trying to do these little interviews. I know they get paid, but what I took from that interview was the same thing I took away from the game. John Harbaugh is a dog, and you're going to have to kill him to get him out of there. And we saw that. It took all 60 minutes. The Ravens don't quit, even with Tyler Huntley, who throws football like he's punting it. I mean, it is what it is, man. The guy can't throw, and they still were getting things done. They got some talent. Here's here's my biggest takeaway, and I'm so glad I get to say this. Number 27 is really good. Give J.K. Dobbins the ball more, man. I mean, he re- he literally reminds me of a younger version of Austin Eckler. Give he him called the ball. out the coaches. You saw that, right? He is dynamic. That is a word not used for many players in the NFL. Give him the ball. <laughs> it's fun to see 27 when he's healthy. So, look, man, shout out to Joe Shicey, Joe Brr, the guy's uh, – the guy's too cool for school, man. They keep winning. So, you know, hats off to the Bengals and, and Jamar Chase and Higgins. But it was a close one, man. They should feel they should feel kind of lucky they escaped, escaped with the win. Well, I'll tell you what, a game that wasn't close. And I know that both of you are ready for this. <laughs> Rob's smiling. Uh, <laughs> Always last, smiling, Dylan. La- last night, fellas. Now, I had to work, so obviously I had my notifications just turned off until I watched the game, but seems though this game was over at 18 to nothing. I will not talk about the missed kicks because I feel that that doesn't need to really... I mean, this was an ass-kicking... I guess the score is worse if they actually make the kicks, but this was so bad. I And... It's it's funny to me because everyone was like, oh well, the um you know Mike McCarthy could actually uh, lose his job if he loses this game, and then Jerry Jones actually had to publicly state that there's no uh, job evaluation with this game, and then they just come out and just completely blow the doors off of Tampa. But come on, fellas. Uh, well, I guess I'll start with Justin because I know Rob's. Just, I'm gonna make Rob just wait just a teeny little bit longer, just kind of just you know tease him a little bit and just bring him right back in. Hey, I'm sorry, Rob, because I, I, I know it's gonna be entertaining, Rob. It's we're an entertainment business, so Justin, <laughs> give me get, give me your thoughts, man. Besides that, you know it's OV. <laughs> Ooh, man. Um, well, I said before before that game that. I was a little afraid of the Bucks. I thought, you know, Tom Brady magic every other year for the past right. X amount of years. He's won the Super Bowl. This is that every other year. So I was like, ah, man, Tom's got some magic left. Him and Mike Evans went off the um, second to last week of the season. You know, I, I, they have the talent on offense. It's crazy to me that they looked as flat as they did. Tom looks... True. Tom looks mm. like his wife just left him. He doesn't see his kids as much anymore. <laughs> and, 
He just looks like a shell of himself, man. He needs to eat some more. Get off the Tom Brady diet, Tom, because you're looking like Skeletor, and your play <laughs> is matching that of Skeletor. You, he's standing like he's seeing ghosts in the pocket. I just don't know what his processing is half the time. The interception they threw on like the five yard line was horrific. It was horrible, horrible in Spanish, if you will. <laughs> it was not good. The whole game was not good. Thank God the damn kicker missed four straight extra points, but I said it at twelve nothing, twelve because he missed two in a row to start the game. Twelve nothing that the game was over. And Rob's like, you keep saying these games are over and they're never over, but this game was over, man. The Bucks looked horrible. Friend of the program, John Barchard, I listened to him today, and he mm. said they were playing seven on seven out there. There was no pass rush. There was nothing preventing Dak from playing his game, man. That was one of the best, most complete games we've seen from Dak in forever. And that that was a you know walk in touchdown by Dalton Schultz on like the first one. And CD Lamb literally could have drove a freaking sixteen wheeler through his lane. Like it was horrible by the Bucks, man. And they're Tom's done. Tampa Tom, done. I think he went to Florida to retire. I mean, secretly, he'll be back. He'll go somewhere. It's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> but his days in Tampa are done. Byron Rob, that is fired. your cue. Go. Go, Rob. Gosh, why, Fire man? the cannons. Why? Sound the alarm. Listen. Fire the cannons is a buck. It's a pun from the Bucks because they got a boat and it shoots cannons. Yeah, I, mean, they didn't I love it. it <laughs> they scored no touchdowns. There were no well, they cannons. Did. They, they scored two touchdowns, but it's okay. Well, they scored a couple. That's right. I did see. Did they fire the they cannons. Did? I don't remember they, that. Do they fire know. the cannons when they're getting their ass whooped, or is that like a happy cannon? You know what I mean? Like, are you <laughs> obligated know. to? This fire is our them moral cannon. Yeah, we got a first I, I down. Because I don't oh. know the policy on cannons, but you know when Julio Jones is making like. One of the highlights of the game when you're down, Who? And like the forty year old, yeah, exactly. The forty year old Julio Jones is making a heck of a catch. Um, the game was sad, man. I only tuned in just to confirm that I was correct in my assessment of Tampa Tom. Mm. Uh, it wasn't because I had any interest in the game. I knew the Cowboys were going to win. I didn't think they'd win like that, but um, everybody has this this high image, right? Everybody's got this this uh, statue of this guy named Tom Brady, right? Tampa Tom. Uh, New England Patriots, Tom. That's why I'm wearing this jersey. This is the guy we want to love and remember. This is the guy I want to cherish forever. Not what I saw last night, Dylan. I'm sick of it. I've been sick of it all year long. People that scoreboard watch and they go, well, Tom Brady had 4,500 yards at the age of 45, blah, blah, blah. Extra game and garbage time. That's all you need to know. If you actually tuned into the games, you would have seen it was just about as bad as watching the Broncos. Absolute hmm. garbage people. The Bucks were terrible, and they showed it last night. They were embarrassed on national TV, as they should be. And guess what we have now, you guys? Mm. NFC Least just became the NFC Beast. We've got three teams left three. out of the four, and they're out of the East. So, Dylan, I'm sick of Tom Brady. Where is he going to go? I literally – this is how dumb people are. I, I was in a 49ers <laughs> chat, and this is how it tells you how dumb 49ers <laughs> fans are. The first thing this guy says in the chat to the question – Where's Tom Brady going to go? He says, I could see him in Denver next year. At that point, Dylan, I lost all faith in humanity because I was like, you know what? <laughs> Tom Brady's 45 and Russell Wilson makes $45 million. Why would Tom Brady go to Denver? So at this point, I don't give a rat's butt where he goes. Just get him out of my life. I don't want to see him. 
I think you'll see. still see. I mean, yeah, you'll you'll still see him at least just for Why? one year. I mean, I think if he go if he goes anywhere, he'll he'll probably just do a one year deal. And I think In Las Vegas. Still, I mean, I thought it was. Mm-hmm. I, I I figured it'd be Vegas, but I mean, I actually think uh, I think he legitimately likes Florida, so I think he may even stay and maybe go to Miami. It's, it's Vegas or Miami. That, yeah, wherever exactly. he can retire in a very lucrative money situation. Yeah, no um, state income tax in either state. That that's that's the big thing. And Miami oh, could he come to Nashville? Before. Could he come to Music City? Have yeah, himself please. a good old time here on Broadway. Yeah, Tom Brady ain't going anywhere to throw to Traylon Burks <laughs> and Robert Woods on one leg. <laughs> Please go to Nashville. It can only get better. Zero percent chance. Dude, Robin the future on the Jags, baby. Tom, Tom is single, bro. He could be hitting Broadway. Aldeans, baby. With the bachelor parties. We're taking Tom oh, Brady bro. to Aldeans. <laughs> the roof. Roof's on Gosh. fire. I'll tell you who's not going anywhere, and that's uh we've already just uh, heard the reports. Mr. Jim Harbaugh is staying in Michigan. We say on this podcast Ooh. don't <laughs> As a Penn Stater, I can understand someone not being happy, but we say don't try to be happier than happy. Jim Harbaugh sees that he's got a pretty good little situation here in uh, Michigan. You know, another recruiting class coming in, the ascending player of uh, J.J. McCarthy, Blake Corum's coming back. You've slapped Ohio State around for the last two years. Hey, it just why go why anywhere yeah why go to a dumpster fire in indianapolis or go deal with russell wilson in in denver her and high uh, knees and, and yeah well i don't even know if anyone's even reached out about the arizona deal but it seems as that well i mean i saw today that they hired their general manager i'm blanking on who he is but I, in his introductory press conference it said ego is not going to be a factor which i'm uh, I wish now they can do another hard knocks on Arizona because I'd love to see how that plays out. But uh, <laughs> I, I, well, I'll tell you else what I'm excited about playing out, fellas, and that's these division. You, you know, Justin said earlier these divisional round games. We got oh man, Saturday and Sunday the the Elite Eight as uh, as they say. So first Saturday, obviously we have Jags going uh, down to Kansas City, and then we have the G Men. Coming to the Lincoln. So, for me personally, it goes without saying, I'm going to pick the Chiefs and I'm going to pick the Eagles. Both number one seeds have had a week off, rest up. I saw a video that Jalen Hurts said he is not affected by injury and that he is ready to go. That stone cold face that he has, just like Joey B. I believe him. I'm feeling I'm I'm feeling good about Saturday. Um, I, thankfully, I don't have to work on Saturday, so I'll be able to like sit. Yeah, like I'll be tuned in, fellas. I'll be tuned in with you. I know it's, you should it's, go to you should go to Aldeans and watch. I should not go to Aldeans <laughs> and watch. So, but I am going to watch. But um, and then obviously on uh, Sunday we have the Bengals and uh, playing against the Bills, and then what seems though will probably be the highest watch game ratings galore. Cowboys against Niners, and it's funny, Rob. A uh, little just texted me a little while ago. Who wins, Cowboys or Niners? Yeah, little. I'm calling you out right now on our podcast. So they just keep keep it up, man. I'm, I'll keep it up. But <laughs> but uh, so 
Yeah, but then within there, I'm picking. Unfortunately, I, I hate pick up against Joe Burrow. I really do. But mm. even though that the sh- shut up, Justin. Even though the ba- Bills are a little sloppy and turning the ball over just a little too much to my liking, uh, but it, I still believe in Josh Allen. So I'm picking the Bills, and then. <laughs> The Niners opened up as a favorite, not a big favorite, but a favorite. Time travelers know something. I'm 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 rolling with the 12 game win streak that Brock Purdy is gonna lay down on these boys. It's gonna be a good what's weekend. The, what's the spread there? What are the Niners favored by? Uh, I believe it was a uh, minus eight and a half. Let Damn. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, I was just like, okay, <laughs> like, hey, no shot. <laughs> like, let me look. I, yeah, I'm gonna look that up. What do Somebody, y'all? Uh... Jamie, pull that up. Somebody fact check that. <laughs> oh, Niners and Cowboys. Let, let me look that up. Let me let me talk about let me talk about the the Cowboys really quick because you mentioned that the Niners opened up as a favorite. While you're looking at the spread, if it's a little bit tighter, it's gonna fit really into my point here. Kind of like what I mentioned with the Giants earlier. I think the Giant or the Cowboys are getting way too much love. And I've said all year I did not want to play the Cowboys in the playoffs. That's like a nightmare scenario for Philly. Did not oh, want, I was wrong. want to deal with the I, it, I was looking at a, I was looking at a different spread. They actually opened up at three and a half, and right now it's staying at three and a half Niners. See, I think that's I think that's semi reasonable. I think it's reasonable, but but I still think that the Cowboys are getting way too much love, man. They with starters. You guys mentioned it last week. Sam Howell rolled them. Absolutely rolled them. They are so inconsistent of a team. Um, but, 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 I, th- I think the Cowboys are going to beat the 49ers. Oh, wow. Want to know why? Because I yeah, think, please, and this without looking at their opponents, I don't think that Brock Purdy has had to play elite players on defense like the Cowboys present. And I think Shanahan, like I said earlier, the man can scheme out of anything. He's making Mr. Irrelevant look super relevant. The next Tom Brady, if you will. Um, (laughs) But man, I think the Cowboys are talented enough on the defensive side that Micah Parsons, my bet, my bet, my buddy, Trayvon Diggs, (laughs) they, they can make his life a little bit of hell. Um, I could see it being a problem. The Seahawks made him look a little shaky in the first half, and that's without Brooks, their best linebacker, their best def- one of their best defensive players in Seattle. So I think they, they're going to present real problems for them, and I think they're going to end up winning a tight one. And that's the worst thing I've ever said on a recorded session ever. Ever. I hate wow. it. <laughs> well, Rob, what, 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 what games are you looking for? Or are you, obviously you're looking forward to all of them. What, what one really sticks out and what are your picks? Yeah. I mean, if we're sticking, oh, wait, here Justin, with... did you pick all the, did you pick all your, uh, your winners for the weekend? No, Rob can go ahead. I, I, I'll save my hot takes. Um, yeah, all right. we got, we got takes shakes. Uh, yeah. Shake, my take. two, if, if we're just talking about these two games, cause you didn't mention <laughs> all four yet, but if we're talking about Niners, Cowboys, uh, I'm such a flip flopper. Last week I said Cowboys were going to the Super Bowl. I Aha! think the Niners win this game. I knew you said that, you <laughs> lying son of a gun. <laughs> I think Niners win this game. I do think it's going to be a close one. Uh, I, I, 
I would not bet on this game. I think this can definitely be a loss. I like what Justin said. He brings up the point that Brock Purdy hasn't really had to play that I know, like any elite defenses. Seattle's defense is good, but they're still a building defense. Uh, the Dallas defense is, is pretty rock solid, especially under Dan Quinn. As much as we hate Trayvon Diggs, I could see him kind of debating, baiting Brock into a mistake as a rookie and just taking one the other way. So, And Micah Parsons can just be a living nightmare. So... It'll be interesting. I I think um I think I'm still gonna roll with the Niners, and I don't know what the other game was that we were talking about. So. It was the uh, the Giants and the Eagles. Oh well, I got Philly, baby. Come on. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna be easy, and, and I think that anybody that's like anybody that's any, and I've heard Eagles fans on one of my favorite shows. The producer was like, "We always wanted the Giants. We're I'm ready. We're gonna be the league. It's gonna be wild. It's gonna be a cakewalk. This that. <clears throat> Listen, shut up." Shut your mouth. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Say what you want. It's a divisional game. It's the third time we're seeing you. Similar to Seattle and San Francisco being a little bit of a nightmare matchup for them until it wasn't. But that was until almost the fourth quarter. I see this being a dogfight. I don't see it being a cakewalk. We are the more talented roster, top to bottom, offense and defense. And as Jalen goes, we will go. So if Jalen's money, we're money. But it's not going to be easy. Dexter Lawrence is going to be a little bit of a problem for Kelsey uh, no matter what, he just, yeah, it is what it is. I think it's going to be a close game, but I got I got Philly moving on. Yeah, Jalen says he's got a bounty on him every week, and it seems like so does Philly. But the other two games in the AFC, Sunshine and Mahomes, I think this is, uh, or, yeah, well, that and obviously uh, Joey B and the Bengals. So what do you think, fellas? Yeah, dude. Um, so Kansas City Jags is kind of a no-brainer to me. Um, this is Kansas, a chance for Trevor to show y'all that he's nipping at their heels. He he can put his like like freshly dropped balls on the table in this game. <laughs> and realistically, um, he can really put them on the table, man. He can go head to head with the MVP of the season with asterisk next to that if Hurts didn't get hurt. Um, first team All Pro quarterback Patrick Mahomes, man, he's gonna go one on one essentially. It I think it's gonna be a shootout. Both defenses are not very good. The difference is, man, you cannot play games with the Chiefs. The Chiefs are not the Chargers. They are not Brandon <laughs> Staley. They will not let you back into that game. They will just crush your hopes and dreams. Trevor cannot throw four picks. They cannot have the first half they did and be down 27. They will lose. And they're going to lose anyway. The the Chargers, or I'm sorry, the Chiefs are going to beat them soundedly. Sound, soundly? Soundedly? Soundedly. I, Words are splendidly. hard. Um, <laughs> both soundedly and splendidly, just. But they're gonna they're gonna beat them. It's not gonna be close. They're gonna win by ten points. Um, and with the other side, Bills Bengals, the other AFC matchup. It's the matchup we didn't get to see. Obviously, with the unfortunate circumstances that happened with Mr. Hamlin. But um, shout out to Hamlin. He's doing doing a lot better. Very happy to see. Haven't keep praying the everybody. The they're, they're working. Um. So we finally get to see the matchup. It's kind of ironic how that works that he got canceled. Now here we are. Um, man, I I am so back and forth on this. I'm, I think both teams are sus as can be right now. I think they're playing some of the weakest football <laughs> that they have all year. Whew. Um, but I'm going to give it to the home team, man. I'm going to give it to the home team. I think that uh, Josh Allen's going to clean it up. I think he has to because I think he has his sights on. A lot of turnovers, on. Justin. A lot more. Oh, like, absolutely. Especially here, like the last like month and a half. 
Oh, it's, yeah, it's sloppy ball, man. Josh Allen is the modern-day Brett Favre in that respect, that he is a gunslinger, <laughs> and he does not give a shit who he's slinging it to half the time. But I think we the Bills win it. <laughs> oh, we still love him. Oh, we sure do. We, we sure still do, love him. I think they're going to win. I think Josh Allen has his sights on this game. He's not going to look too far ahead, but I think he wants that rematch with Mahomes. And, yeah, Atlanta. so I think that's how that one goes. And Rob's backyard. Yep. Oh, yeah. We may have Georgia, to hit him baby. up. Where Chick-fil-A is in the stadium, but it ain't open on Sundays. I don't think. I'm not sure how that works. Um, oh, and I'll, I'll make my pick for the Birds uh, Birds and Giants game. I think the Birds win. Um, like Rob said, Rob nailed it. I'm nervous. If you told me going to the playoffs that we would draw the Giants, I'd be thrilled. Um, just because of the circumstances, man. I don't want to play the Cowboys. Um, Seahawks would have been the real dream, but the Giants are the best on the table. So... You got to play who's in front of you. We have all year two and zero. Oh, six um, teams who have played a team for the third time and beat them the first two times, they win sixty eight percent of the time, which is a little bit close to fifty percent that I don't like. It's a little bit better, but I got the birds, man. It's gonna be a dog fight in Philly down at the link, um, but the birds are gonna win. We go as Jalen goes. Lane Johnson's back. Let's ride. Speaking of let's riding, just want to comment. Uh, I saw this on the internet as well who thought it was a good idea to put a 8 p.m kickoff game in philly playoff game home game and let people drink all day long who thought that was a good idea that's a strategy is gonna be rocking rocking yeah it's it's gonna be dangerous man um i mean it'll draw ratings too i mean the giants fan base is a lot especially a happy giants fan base as well I'll say this. I saw this somewhere. This is is, Rob's going to love this, man. A Giants fan commented to some reporter's tweet and was like, we need to, as Giants fans, we need to gang up and, like, just get a bunch of tickets and go down to the link and show them who we are. And all the responses are Philly fans just laughing, being like, buddy, you ain't getting damn tickets (laughs) because they're already gone. They've been gone. They're not just on sale. They sold out when they dropped. You couldn't buy one at market price because everything was sold out. You don't outclass the Philly fan base at home. It's never. They will I've cut never you with seen a beer bottle and smile at you. I've seen more Eagles fans at LA games on the road. I've seen more Eagles fans at Giant home games. So Giant fans don't even start the nonsense, man. <laughs> Eagles fans travel well, and guess what? They stay home well too, and they're going to be drunk as shit. It's going to yeah. be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. All night, Friday night, all day Sunday or Saturday leading up to that is going to be great. But, Rob, Sunday fun day. How you feeling, brother? Uh, pretty much the same. I'm feeling great. You know, Hopefully I get to tune in a little bit. I think that it's going to be the great Andy Reid and Mahomes. I think it's going to be more of the same. I think they're going to handle business. Uh, Trevi and, and the ice cream man, it's going to be a little bit too soon for them. You know, Great story. You feel good about it. They've already accomplished more than they should have, man. So Duval is is rocking, but it's always if, Mahomes. If it's they win, the we are going to the Jacksonville Waffle House. Just saying, <laughs> just just be prepared for that because it's going to be lit. If they I win, will, I will not be in the Jacksonville. I'll do you one better. <laughs> Waffle if House. they win, I'll buy a Jacksonville Jaguars jersey. How's so that? will I, I will buy a Lawrence jersey as well. We believe I didn't in say Herbie. Lawrence. <laughs> I, I said Jags. I get to pick. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Well, all right. Yeah. All right, fellas. Well, I know Justin's got to get on. He's got to do his fatherly Wait, did duties. Rob, did Rob, Rob didn't pick Bill's Bangles, baby. Oh, that's right. Yes, say uh, Bill's Bangles. 
That's well, easy. I mean, he, he's, he's got one of them advancing to the Super Bowl, so it would seem crazy if he had picked the Bengals. But he, changed, he flipped his picks. He flipped yeah, on the Cowboys. I flip and I flop, man. I'm like a dolphin. I flip he's and like I flop. He's like a damn fish. Floppy fish Rob. Bobby the fish. Fish Bob. Yeah. <laughs> you would do <laughs> well in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, I would, like James Harden. Shout out Sixers. <laughs> Is he even in the Sixers anymore? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I hate James Harden so much. Don't do it, Rob. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Rob. I'm sorry. I hate him. It's it's always been the Bills, man. It's always been Bills Mafia. They smashed tables. They, Dude, they had like the world's biggest blizzard ever, and they survived. And here they are. They're going to the Super Bowl. Tamar Hamlin survived a heart Thunder attack snow. on national TV. Thunder, snow, tornado, snow. Listen, if you like me and you think it's rigged, then you know the Bills are going to the Super Bowl. Bills Mafia, baby. Dude, Rob, that was the most, like, rom-com, like, ode to the Bills secretly within Rob's words. He's like, it's always been the Bills. It's always been the Bills. <laughs> he just leans in, like, slowly to, like, the Josh Allen you um, make me be shrine the, you make he me, has. You make me want to be the man that Thanks. I always desired to be. Yes, that's and that's it's, and that it's was you, Josh vibe. Allen, and Bill's Mafia with your it's just with a, your tables and your CTE and your. And it's you a know, very Ryan like Patrick shirtless dancing with everyone. It's he, this man. Looks like seen Hey thumb. Arnold. Any you guys have you guys watched Hey Arnold in your day? You know how Helga had the shrine of Arnold with the gum. That's that's Rob, Rob to Josh Bill's Allen Mafia. with like a really shitty printout of like a black and white liney grainy pic of Josh Allen from Wyoming because there's no pictures in Wyoming because there's nothing in the state of Wyoming. So that's that's in Rob's closet right now. I guarantee it. I have to go to work right. again, Mr. Allen. I don't want to, but I have to. But I will get us that house on the ranch one day. And we will live in bliss, away from all the other peons. And it will be glorious. But, fellas, this has been glorious. I'm glad... You'll be able to come on, give everyone a little breakdown of the divisional round. I know we'll be watching. We'll be going back and forth. And gentlemen, it's always a pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. This has clearly been a very special episode with every one of us getting back together. Continue to subscribe to the podcast. Continue to share. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell everyone. And of course, fellas, who that? Go Birds. I'm back. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.